shit Tricked on the hoes I ain't the one bitch Hopper April 1st Episode 171 Spring coming It's raining Flowers starting to bloom Justin LeBoy got his ass whipped And we gonna talk about that We gonna talk about that We gonna talk about that I'm not gonna celebrate him getting his ass whipped Cause I feel for him and it's only right I play Pac Cause my adversaries out here getting taken care of Thank you, Migos Yes, 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 hello, hello Welcome back to the Podium Podcast Episode 171 It's a lot of shit going on Shit I would usually not touch on But how could I not? It's too busy. It's too much. It's a lot. So apparently I'm going to have to talk about this sweet, sweetie and Quavo shit, right? Because elevator footage leaked. And that's never good for a man because, you know, even with Jay-Z, it just doesn't look good. We don't have the context. We don't know what happened. We don't know what was going on. We just seen the young lady fall. As women do, they, prof- they are professional victim players. Oh, oh, you hit, he hit me. He didn't, bitch, you was just swinging on me. <laughs> You were just swinging on me before we got in the elevator. I had to throw, you was trying to throw my Xbox. What the fuck are you doing, sweetie? All that, see, all that crazy shit, women will always tell you a part of the story. Tell them, tell them how you was hitting Quavo and you was hurting that man. Tell them how you was abusive, sweetie. Come on now. Y'all know the pretty light-skinned girls always violent. They always hit first and then they feel, I'm sorry. No, bitch, you put your hands on me. I should go get my cousins to fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? But if they do that, we really done because it's like, how do you come back from getting your girl jumped? You know what I'm saying? It's not a good look. But if it's over and she hitting me, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, somebody got, you got to see somebody because enough is enough. I'm sorry. I'm not never going to put my hands on a woman, but I got somebody for you, bitch. If you want to fight, I'm going to bring you to fucking fight. We don't ever hit women. We get them lined by women, by women. That's how you do that. Now, I'm joking, obviously, but seriously, at the same time, like, bitch, you better know how to fight. Because I'm going to bring a woman for you. I'm not going to touch you. But you ain't just going to be putting your hands on me. Fuck that shit. Okay? You would go get your brothers and cousins for me, right? Oh, okay. So, they go the same way. Yo, this bitch hit me with a frying pan in my face. What? Yeah, you want to you wanna jump her for me? Beat her up. Don't, don't hurt her. Just, you know, just, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's rough. But uh, from the footage, it looks like Sweetie was trying to throw his belongings. From This is what I gauged from that whole thing, right? Now, initially yesterday, the video came out, and we didn't see much. We just seen Quavo shove her in the elevator and pick up his shit. Video I seen today, she was swinging on him pretty rapidly. A lot of rights and lefts. And Quavo was trying to get his, uh, what's it, uh, what game is that? Uh, Call of Duty. I think that's an Xbox box, an Xbox PlayStation bundle little thing, one of them little like extra shits. So I guess he came over there to get his shit and she was over there trying to throw it. Like you've seen him picking up his bag. He was shit all dropped on the floor before they got in the elevator. You know what I'm saying? The elevator goes down. Some dude tried to get on. He was like, oh, nope. Them niggas look like they was in there fighting. Y'all can have it. Go. Quavo looked at the camera like, God damn it. (sighs) Yeah, she got me. The bitch got me, man. She got me. Oh, it's like, like, yo, like women now, women, like ladies, it's to the point y'all became professional victim players. Like y'all, if this was basketball, y'all take a lot of charges. Like y'all, like y'all are the fucking Patrick Beverly of relationships. For real. All the defense, very low offense. You know what I mean? A lot of defense, no offense. 
can't score a lick. But she could defend herself in a public opinion court. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, he did this to me and he did this to me. But what did you do? I didn't do anything. He did it all. So you didn't provoke that man at all. Not once. I understand niggas be crazy. But nobody does something for nothing. Like, you see, that if he is that crazy, why are you there? So at some point, you got to take accountability. Don't sit there and say a man is abusing you, but you staying. So it's like, do you like the abuse or you just want people to feel bad for you? I think it's the latter. You want people to feel bad for you. You want people to take your side and condemn him. But we're not doing that. Can I talk my shit? We're not doing that. Nah, 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 nah. Because after that Megan Tory shit, Somebody lying, bro. Somebody lying. And this Quavo shit is nowhere near that. I'm not going to equate the two and say like it's similar because it's really not. It's nowhere near. Nobody was harmed. Nobody was assaulted with a weapon in this situation. But, um, man. What a time. Now, word on the streets. Now, I, don't, I can't confirm nor deny this. But, uh, um, as it seems... Your man, y'all, y'all, y'all favorite man, right? Y'all, y'all guy, y'all, y'all fucking guy. He, uh, you know, he, he, he um, you know, he, he <laughs> word on the street is your man got touched. Now, hold on. Let me get my camera going because this is, this is good. This is, this is the content that, um, I won't say I've been waiting for because I don't wish on nobody. I don't, I don't wish on nobody's downfall. I don't hope no bad on nobody. But at the same time, hold up. Oh, there you go. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to get make sure my camera right. All right, so let me put this on video. Hold on, y'all. There we go. Nice and widescreen. I'm looking good and clean. Little CM Punk merch today. Looking good. Looking good. I look good on camera. I took a shower. My skin is exfoliated. All right, let's do this. All right, so. Y'all man. Y'all man. Justin LeBoy. Justin LeBoy uh, allegedly got his ass whooped by the Migos. Now, I'm not a person that wishes bad on anyone. I dislike the brother's content. I'm not a fan of it, send her $1,500 today because she's sad. I, I'm not a fan of all that bullshit he be doing, all that shit he be saying. Some of that shit be very sus. Like, what kind of man post that? Like, what are you asking? Like, word, women only be sucking dick for five minutes, nigga. You don't get head? Like, what you was asking these for? What you want to know? Like, I just be seeing a lot of feminine posts, and this is like, who runs this page? Because he didn't miss a beat yesterday. Like, you would think a nigga get his ass whooped, he slow down. No, he had memes to go. This nigga got unlimited memes. If this was Grand Theft Auto, he has unlimited memes. They don't run out. Every day he has a new one. And and a, a, a plethora, not like three, four. Nigga got 50 a day. Like, he got like 50 a day, 50 posts. How do you got 50 memes stacked up? That's woman shit. Women see memes, save them for the right time when she ready to get at this nigga. This nigga got all of those too. Don't got shit for men. But anyway, we go get back to the subject. Allegedly, he got his ass whooped and allegedly Quavo and them, not all the Migos, I'm hearing Quavo and his crew. And I don't even want to be on here telling on Quavo, but this is what I heard. I'm sounding like Wendy Williams. I heard it was the Migos and they seen him and they did some straightening to him. You know what I'm saying? They put the little boots to him. 
Heard he got beat up pretty bad. And, you know, these light-skinned niggas will bruise. So we will see on his future episodes of Respectfully if he respectfully got his ass whooped. And uh, we have yet to hear from him. And, uh, you know, the brother just did Breakfast Club. He was DMing me like, yo, I know you sick. This nigga on the Breakfast Club. I'm like, nah, salute. Salute. I don't got, listen, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. Him making it means it's opening the door for a lot of other Instagram niggas, you know, that's, um, that needs some light to be seen now. So now hopefully the niggas with the real talent will get those looks. Shout out to Drewski. You know what I'm saying? Drewski deserved that show. But that's not for me to say because I'm not Diddy. I'm not cool with Justin Combs. I never chill with KD. I'm not friends. I don't have these famous friends. You know what I mean? But um, him getting his ass whooped is bittersweet. Now, what I will say is um, we all in this media thing, podcasters, Instagram, we all in this media world of just talking shit and talking about people. And you never know how far your words will go and you never know who you're going to offend on the way up. So you got to be very careful with what you're saying out here, very careful and conscious of what kind of energy you're putting out here because it's going to come back to you. And you never want to piss nobody off on the way up because them same people could bring you down. God forbid the Migos get super hot again and they want to come on his show. But nah, remember that sweetie shit he did? Fuck him. We not doing his show. We on our press run. We skipping that show. So you just lost something that you could, could have potentially been great for you because you wanted to be a chatty patty. You wanted to sit up there and ask another man's woman these questions about threesomes and signs and what's the best sign. And you asking this nigga who was her ex-man why he liked cancers and let's take a shot. A lot of fucking corny shit. He was doing right. A lot of corny things, but I pray he learned from this and I pray this doesn't stop his journey. I wish him nothing but success. I wish you all the best, my brother. I do because I'm not a hater. You getting a look salute. I don't like your content, but that don't mean I can't root for you as a black man. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. Brotherhood. Now I don't fuck with what you're doing, but salute because it's getting you somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I don't support it. But it's working for you. And, and for that, congratulations. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a hater. People might not like my content, but if it takes me somewhere, niggas will be like, well, listen, I don't really fuck with it, but salute. He, he did his thing. You know what I mean? I would hope niggas would say that about me. I would hope. But we, we'll see. It is what it is. Niggas be haters, but fuck all that. Anyway, moving on. Um. Yeah. So, hmm. I watched the Tina Turner documentary, right? Salute to Tina Turner, living legend. Absolute legend. Um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's uh, called Tina. It's on HBO Max. Um, very, very good documentary. It doesn't really tell you much you don't know, but it's from her. She is in the doc all the way through. She said a lot of personal things that people may not have known. And um, it's very introspective and, excuse me, interesting to see the strength of that woman. Because what I didn't know was she didn't have her parents do most of her life. Her parents literally just left them one day, her and all her siblings. She said she loved her mom. She always thought her mom was beautiful. And her mom would sit in the window and look out the window and just like one day. I'm going to get out of this place because she's from Nutbush, Tennessee. I'm pretty sure that's not a, uh, especially in the fifth, in uh 50s, 60s, I'm pretty sure that was not the ideal place for black people. 
back then in them times, you know, this is pre-segregation. You know, this is before civil rights. This is uh, a lot of things was going on in the rural South. Uh, but, um, you know, she began to live with another, live with family. And, you know, she went to a show. Now, at the time, she says, Ike Turner, and I want y'all to check it out. I don't want to give y'all the whole thing, but I want to give y'all some of it. Ike Turner was the hottest band in town. Cousin took him to see him. He said, can I sing? She said, can I sing for you? He's like, ah, nah, I'll get back to you. I'll call you. Like, you know, personal. She was young. She was like 19. Eventually, Ike like, all right, fuck it. Let me hear her. She sung Blue Ike Away. Oh, no, no. This girl got to come with us. Right? Cool. So now her name, as y'all know, Anime Bullock was her uh, maiden name, if you want to say that. Uh, her stage name was Tina Turner, which was given to her by Ike. And, um, you know, I didn't even know. Tina didn't make that name up. Ike made that up. And when they ran the flyers, it just said Ike and the Tina Turner review. Now, T- Ike, Tina had no idea her name was changed until she saw it. And she just went with it. Fuck it. Because it sounded good. And it worked. It was, she was a Turner. And her and Ike was doing anything back then. And she really looked up to him. She admired him. Um, but, you know, she said it got violent very early. Like, Ike would beat her up and then go fuck her. Like, beat the shit out of her and then fuck her right after. To the point where she said she got used to it. And she said one time Ike slapped her ass so much that it swelled like two inches, and then he fucked her. Sick nigga. Sick, sick. And, and Ike is way older than her. Like, of course, she was 19 at the time. This nigga's in his 30s. Um, you know, you know, this is the R. Kelly Aaliyah type thing. These older niggas be bamboozling the young talent to keep them afloat. And he was like, you know, I'm a counter to this contract where everything is mine because Ike had got ripped off before and... You know, he just didn't want that to happen again. So this time with Tina's like, nah, everybody that I got hot, they left me. So you go be with me. She's like, I won't ever leave you, Ike. And, you know, she was like, she said she was kind of brainwashed, you know. And um, it took her a long time to get away from Ike. They had their ups and downs. They had children. Uh, it was a marriage. It was a lot, you know. But check it out on HBO Max or HBO Go, whatever the fuck that app is. HBO, the purple one. Uh, yeah, it's there. Um, also, Godzilla vs. King Kong. I gotta start. I started it. I didn't finish it. I gotta watch that tonight. Gonna definitely watch that. And other news: New York City weed is legal. You heard? Yeah. Light it up. Light it the fuck up. Light it up. Finally, 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 finally. And I heard the uh, you know the rules don't go into effect fully until April first, twenty twenty two. But it, who gives a shit? We here. We are now able to sell legal adult use cannabis for recreational, meaning we got the same shit as Cali. You know, we got the same rules applied. We can open dispensaries everywhere now. We're going to have, man, I seen Burner. Shout out to Burner. He said he's trying to bring the cookies brand to New York. Please, all you niggas out there with them designer bags, your days are coming. Your days are almost up. You motherfuckers with your fake weed names. Manny Pacquiao don't have a weed, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Manny Pacquiao, Obama don't got no runts. Nah, all that shit is bullshit. I hope y'all know that. Look it up. Google Obama runts and look what pop up. Nothing. The bag will pop up, not the weed. What, what train is that, bro? Is it a sativa, indica hybrid? What is that? Huh? What are the crosses? What, how did they, what is the genetics? Do y'all even look up into weed this way? Y'all niggas been buying block work. And pretty bags since last year, and now niggas swear to God, apes cost eighty dollars. No, no, get the fuck out of here. First, no, 
First of all, good apes, quality top shelf apes, don't quote, they cost a little more than that. Okay? But y'all do y'all thing. Because I understand y'all trying to make it like, you know, you're trying to beat niggas in the head, but you don't want them to, you know, once you hit a buck, it's like, yo, what the fuck? What is this? It's a 3.5. What is, how many splits can I get out of, out of an eighth? You know what I mean? And if I buy two of these, is it 200? You know what I mean? So, listen, all I can say is, get you a good weed man that ain't cracking people and got good quality and stick to that. Stick to that. Whoever quality that they got, you like the best, stick to that. Stop chasing around all these niggas that be telling you they got the za and these niggas got designer and this shit don't be having no barcodes, no holograms on their packaging. It's just some bullshit they bought from one of them stores that sell packaging. Now, you can really, I can go in the store right now and buy a big ass thick stack of runts bags and I can sell you niggas oregano. And because it's in that bag, you're going to trust it. You're not even going to open it. You're not going to smell it. You're like, oh, oh, it's lit. All right, bet, bet, bro, here, 80. Go home and I sold you fucking parsley. Stupid ass. And I see Gilly, Gilly, salute. Gilly in Atlanta telling y'all niggas with the doo-doo weed, your days are fucking numbered. Numbered. Shit is bad, bro. You can't, like, niggas is trying to hustle anything now. Any fucking thing. Niggas done raised the price on weed out of nowhere. Yeah, but this is designer weed. What's the, what do you, what do you mean? What is the difference? Stronger is better quality. Can I see it? I mean, what you want to see? Look. No, 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 no. Look, give it to me. Let me look at it. Let me smell it. Let me, let me feel it. Is it sticky? A lot of y'all niggas be having that dry ass block work and I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of niggas, bro. The shit damn near make you want to grow your own weed. Like, that's the only way I know for sure my shit is good. Because it, y'all, listen, uh, man. The nigga I get weed from, I don't got to worry about that. Salute to my man. I'm going to put his business out there. He always got a fresh menu and good fresh weed. So I appreciate that. But with New York, we lit. Um, I already been walking around smoking like it was legal for a little while now. So. Whatever. I guess I'll continue to do what I've been doing. Roll my splits, go sit by the water. I don't give a fuck about your little kids out here because if it was a cigarette, you wouldn't have said nothing. I'm outside. Just don't come at me then. Niggas kill me like, sorry, you can't smoke here. But yeah, if it was a fucking cigarette, bitch, you wouldn't, t- you couldn't tell me nothing. I'm outside. All right? Oh, but this is a public, this is a park. There's no kids here. I came over here by myself. You walked past me and said something. Keep walking. But we wanted to be in this area. Well, obviously, you're going to have to wait or you're going to have to find somewhere else. We're going to call the cops. I'm smoking a joint. Move on. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so happy that now I could just look at these people. When they walk past, the, <coughs> you want to? You want to hit it? That's why you coughing? You want something? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Jersey got it. Now New York got it. D.C. already got it. It's coming. East Coast, man. East Coast. I can't wait to see the real weed we get out here. The real, the real weed. When rapper weed is from rappers and not just some nigga in Harlem. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, moving forward. Uh, what is going on? Snow falls tonight, y'all know. Well, today, y'all, uh, y'all should have seen it by now. Um, what in the fuck is going on on Snowfall, man? They killed Chubbs, man. They killed Fatback, bruh. Killed my nigga Fatback. God damn, Fatback. That bitch stabbed Fatback about 90,000 times. Fatback took, took, uh, he sacrificed his life for Leon, man. Franklin is in a bit of a rut. Like, man, like, <sighs> hmm. 
And I mean, I don't blame her. You know, Fatback didn't physically kill her daughter, but Yinga, you was there. You shot too. Fuck out of here. Where the fuck is Leon? I don't know. All right, well, she carved that nigga up, boy. And uh, this reporter, man, she got to go. She got to go. Now it's getting to the point where, like, this storyline is getting reminiscent of power. Like, there's two things coming at Franklin at once. Like, you got this reporter lady coming to your father's work, telling him, I know everything you're doing and your son doing, and if you don't give me the story, I'm, I'm going to tell everything. Fuck out of here. And on the other side, you got Franklin with pressure from fucking from the plug. Anybody's replaceable, Franklin. Everybody's replaceable. Like, God damn, they can going to replace me? Shit, after all, I moved all this fucking crack. His aunt and uncle trying to relocate down south. You know, they drove down south, gave him the work. Now, I already can tell y'all right now where I see this going. Her sister going to be on crack. They whole family going to be on crack, and they going to fuck that up. I'm telling you, because the way her husband got mad when the nigga said, you bring this shit here and tell me I can't even have it, and I can't even smoke it, what exactly are we getting into? A lot of money if you listen to what I tell you and do what I tell you. Now, I know like a lot of people back in the 80s got caught up getting high on their own supply to the point where I don't sell crack no more, motherfucker. I'm on it. And I done smoked the shit I was supposed to sell and I'm in debt and I'm on the run. That's a lot of people's stories. A lot of Smokies out here. For real. A lot of Smokies was in the 80s. On the run from the plug because they didn't smoke the shit. Nigga, I know you smoked it because look at you. You smoked my shit. You a crackhead now. I gave you a whole eight ball. You smoked it. Wow. Surprised you didn't have a fucking heart attack. One thing about crackheads, though, they don't die. They don't die. They will go through some shit, but they go live. Crackheads always get old. When you ever seen a non-old crackhead, like them niggas be going, they done lived a life. Niggas be 60, 70 years. Like, yeah, I used to be on crack, man. Shit, ladies, what? That's what we did. No teeth. <laughs> Just old crack war story. Oh, man, 88, man, I got shot in the hip. Motherfucker tried to rob me, but I got, got stabbed his ass right in the neck. I think he died. I don't know. That was in 88. I was in South Carolina. I came back now. But, yo, snowfall. Getting good. It's getting better every week. But the thing, I, the reason I say it coincides with power is the, 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 uh, the obstacles every season. Every season is a new obstacle that they have to face and conquer. Now, in power, it was always Ghost is trying to get out the game. But they keep getting pulled back in because every time they get rid of a fucking plug, here comes another nigga. No, you're going to move my work for me now, too. Like, oh, fuck, man. All right, Tommy, let's work with this motherfucker and we kill him. You know what I'm saying? They got rid of Lobos, then came Milan. Got rid of Milan, then came the, uh, the white boy. It was like, yo, we cannot catch a fucking break. Then you had Tommy versus Ghost one season, then they cool. Tommy versus Ghost again, then they cool. Here come Kanan now. Kanan done took my fucking son. I got that nigga. Now I'm trying to work shit out with Angel. It's just so many things going on at once. So now you look at Snowfall. He got the fucking, he got Reed on his ass, right? Working that out. He fucking up orders and he missing shipments and shit like that. And then at the same time, you got this man boy situation with Scully. And they trying to kill Leon, but that's my man. And we ain't, we ain't good right now, but I can't let y'all kill my boy. And I'm not going to do it either. That's my guy. But it's like, yo, your loyalty got to be to what you're doing, Franklin. Leon made a mistake. Leon is a grown man, right? You protecting him puts you in a spot. Now you can't send work through Scully. You already tried to kill the nigga, right? He don't fuck with you. Man, boy, that's his sister. That was his niece. I got to side with that. That's family. So now you done lost man, boy. So now you got man, boy after you, Scully after you. You got fucking DEA agent fucking threatening you. Then you got this reporter bitch coming at you. It's, it's a lot. And I'm interested to see... 
how they gonna play this out? Excellent writing. The writing is great. You know, everything is wonderful, man. Um, NBA. NBA. Brooklyn got LaMarcus Aldridge now. Basketball has turned into fucking wrestling, you know? It's like all the good wrestlers went to Raw and SmackDown got everything else. So now we're going to say, like, the East Coast is Raw. If y'all don't watch wrestling, y'all don't know. And the East Coast is like Harden, Durant, Kyrie, Westbrook. Everybody's here now in the East. These are players that were... Well, Kyrie was always in the East, but these are play. KD was in the West his whole career. Harden was in the rest his whole career. Westbrook was in the West his whole career. They're all in the East now. And then on the West, you got LeBron and AD, Kawhi and PG. You got Chris Paul and uh, Devin Booker. You got people there. But then you got the Knicks are okay this year. They're doing very well. Listen, I'm a Knicks hater. I hate the fucking Knicks, but salute. And I can tell you why. Tom Thibodeau. Former coach of the Bulls took us to the Eastern Conference Finals with Derrick Rose at MVP season. We lost to the Heat, but we got close. You know what I'm saying? We was there. And um, man, he's a great coach. And he's got the, the, the Knicks looking pretty good. And shout out to Steve Nash. He got Brooklyn looking good. Really, James Harden got Brooklyn looking good. But hey, now we got Blake Griffin. I'm saying we. They got Blake. I'm a Bulls fan. Let's go. Oh, and the Bulls. We got uh, uh, Vucevic from Orlando. Big, 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 big pickup. We trying to keep fucking, uh, <laughs> we trying to keep my boy happy, Jack Le- Zach Levine. We trying to keep him happy. We want him to stay. We want you to stay. We're going to max you out. Just hold on, bro. We got help coming. We don't worry. People want to play in Chicago. It's a nice city. Um, But yeah, Brooklyn is kind of ODing. And, you know, this is turning into like, this is just too much. You know, I'm a. I'm not even. I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm a. I, I don't. I respect LeBron. It's like I respected Kobe, but I was never fans of him. Um, but it's like he's hurt right now. AD's hurt. Still a little bit left in the season. We don't know where these teams will finish. I don't know how good LeBron will be coming fresh off an injury into the playoffs. I don't know how that would look. They say Anthony Davis needs more time. I don't know how that's going to look when he comes back. How hard he can go. Um. So it changes things. And now it's like, all right, the West is kind of open. So it's like, we got teams that we didn't think could get there that can get there. Denver just got better. They got Aaron Gordon, right? Phoenix is looking good. Chris Paul is over there doing what he do, right? Then you got the Clippers still. You got Kawhi and PG. You always expect them to do things just because. But they got rid of Lou Williams. He's in Atlanta. Rondo is in fucking LA. The Clippers looking good. I don't mean to bore y'all with the sports shit, but this is part of this part of the world. I'm sorry. This is part of my world. Um, but yeah, so, you know, sports are looking good. March Madness, we down to the final four. Um, I don't remember the teams off top, but it's the final four women. I know UConn is in there. Uh, as far as the men go, um, it's not funny shit. The normal big four teams are not there. That would be Kentucky, UNC, Duke. They're not, they wasn't even in the tournament, I don't believe. So, we don't know who's going to win the final four. I don't know. I haven't been watching. I don't watch college basketball. I only look at the draft and then I'll be like, okay, this guy was good. Then I'll go back and watch the highlights. Shit like that. I'm sorry. I'm not a college back. I, I don't like college basketball. It's too slow. It's just, it's just plays being run. The court seems so small. It's like, damn, they, can they even get in the paint? Like, it's so much defense. Like, how did, fuck. It's so boring to me. I know people love college ball, but to me, it's like fucking boring. There's no three-point line. So it's the top of the key, which is a three. Whatever. Um, but yeah, they're down to the final four. 
Uh, what else is happening? Music, music, nothing to music, right? No. Now, the Joe Budden podcast. Talk on this last week. And um, I told you guys that um, I was hopeful that they would come back and they would make that work. Maul and Rory are still not back on the podcast. And I'm going to say this as a fan of the pod. I'm not listening to that shit no more, bro. Until they come back, if they ever come back. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear Joe Budden with, with these new... I don't... I mean, for years, we've been listening to Maury, Rory and Mal. Maul. So it's like, for Joe, I just feel like whatever you got to do to fix that, my nigga, fix it. Try to come to some middle ground where everybody's happy and fix the shit. And you keep sitting there saying, oh, friends argue. No, but this is not an argument, bro, to the point where... They don't even want to do the show no more. Like completely fuck you. I don't care if we got a podcast. Like that's big. They've been doing this podcast for years. He did something to them that they cannot forgive because it's been a couple weeks now. And it's like, damn, another week without Rory and Maul. You know what I'm saying? Like I look forward to the jokes. I look forward to the usual camaraderie. These guys know each other for real, you know, before potting together, they knew each other. So for me, it's like, you know, these are your real friends. If they're your real friends, you know, you would do what you had to do to fix it. Now, for me personally, like I wouldn't have put out a podcast that that shit was situated because when you give people these pods every week, it's like, I, I don't want this. And what the fuck is going on? You don't explain anything. You know what I'm saying? Joe just comes on. I seen some shit where he went live and said me and Rory going to therapy. What the fuck is that? I don't want to say, what the, y'all going to therapy as friends? You got to go to therapy with your friend. Why? Why you just can't check yourself? If it's your ego and it's two on one, it's you, nigga. Two people don't just make up their mind like that because of what? Something was wrong, especially Maul. Now, Rory, I could see being a little upset, getting a little overwhelmed with the, the, the shit going on. Maul is very level-headed. I don't even, I never even heard that man raise his voice, maybe on a pod over a topic, but like to raise his voice in an angry manner, I've never heard it. I can't even imagine him mad. I don't know what it looks like. But I've seen Joe mad. I've seen Joe yell. I've seen Joe get hyper over things that weren't even that deep. I've seen Joe be dismissive in his talk. Yo, shut up, Maul. Maul, shut up. And it's like, you telling a grown man to shut up because you don't agree with what he's saying. Can't do that, Joe. Like, that's the shit you got to check. I know that's your friends and everything, but we on air. And off camera, off the pod, you want to do that? Great. But the respect on the show needs to be on the show. It has to be there. Now, like I said last week, I know the behind the scenes of what's going on. I'm not going to sit here and give that. I, that's not my business. And I learned from Justin LaBoy. You don't talk people's business if you ain't involved. That shit with Rory and Joe goes deeper than what most people know. If you listen to the show, you can hear the tension. There are things in, going on with academics where he plays a part in this too. All right, I'll give y'all that tidbit. Academics is a part of all of this. This, this whole mess, academics plays a big part of it. So, you know... Check it, check, look into it on your own. Do the research. You'll pretty much find out the things I find out if you care to look. But uh, it's out there. And um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the pod, man. Now, Nori got Cameron coming on this week. Fire. Uh, I love Cam. I think I love Cam more as like a person than a rapper because he's just funny, man. Like Cam is just a cool nigga. Like, he got these little skits on his page where he's fucking his neighbor because he's promoting the pink horsepower, like, energy drink that make you fuck bitches better. So, you know, he even posted himself fucking the neighbor. Legendary. Cam is a legend. And if you say he's not, you're just too young to understand. 
okay? Nigga, if you ever got into jewelry, I, uh, Cameron did it, okay? Let's be real. Cameron made you want jewelry. Cameron made you wear them big stupid earrings. Cameron made niggas want rings. Cameron made niggas want custom jewels that spin. You know what I'm saying? Cameron had niggas wearing pink. His impact is unmatched. Like, we not even gonna talk about his impact. Niggas was doing what Cam was doing. Our fittings was mad big. <laughs> <laughs> I remember buying seven and seven eights fitted, and I'm a seven and three five, three eights, five eight, whatever the fuck I am. That is not my hat size, but it was back in the day. The wind blow your whole fucking hat fly off. That's why we used to wear do-rags under it to make it the hat have something to cling on. And then you didn't want your inside getting brown. You know, that was nasty. You keep a do-rag on under the fitted. Even if it's 90 outside, nigga, what the fuck you talking about? So, yeah, I'm sweating, but I mean, nah, the do-rag stays and the hat stays. And if niggas was real extra, they threw a headband on that bitch to catch the sweat through the do-rag so it don't get on the fitted. Oh, we was wildin'. We was wildin'. <laughs> we was bugging. Jeans, big as hell. Word. But um, interested to watch that. Uh, what else is happening, man? It's a, it's a few things going on. Oh, this weekend I went out, you know, um, had a good time. Went out, just, you know, go out to eat, just feel the city again and see how things are going. Uh, the limited capacity shit is a little bit annoying because, you know, you got to sit spaced out and, you know, yeah, so we got to wait online. And they tell you, oh, it's a 30 minute wait. And it's like, this place is empty, man. Like, let's just let us eat in here. What the fuck? 35%? This don't look like 35%, bro. Every seat is filled. That's 100-something. You know what I mean? They had people outside eating in these big-ass bubbles. I, and I was like, yo, I would buy one of them bubbles to smoke in in my living room. I swear to God. I would fucking buy one of those big little bubbles, zip that shit up, put a chair in there, and steam and smoke that motherfucking chair out. I mean, that little bubble out. So I go on Amazon. How much are these little bubbles and shit? Bubbles like 700 fucking dollars. I think not. I think the fuck not. Nah. Now for a restaurant, y'all bought that as an investment to bring in money. Y'all gonna make that back. For me to smoke in it in my living room is a bad investment. So I'm cool. If anything, I'll just make my own little tent. I'll just go get a bunch of shower curtains and like a camp, a little, uh, one of them little camp shits and just set up a little tent for myself, like a fort, a grown fort with like snacks and weed in there. You know what I'm saying? Put my little moonlight on and just vibe inside the smoke. And, you know, lead the dog out. Gigi can't come in here. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was, it's, it's cool, man. Um, they, it, things are starting to feel more normal. You know, this time last year, everybody was shook. You know, tomorrow's April 1st. April Fool's. Every April Fool's. Uh, I'm, I'm staying my ass in the house tomorrow. Nobody fucking bother me with no jokes. Not with the shits. I'm not in the mood. Um... But yeah, it, it felt good to do normal shit like eat and have a conversation without a mask on and be in a restaurant for once. Felt good, you know. And uh, I had a good time. Everything was cool. I was home a decent hour, you know. You know, I'm, I'm an old head, so I don't I don't really be with too much of the late night shit. That ain't my thing. Even, even though this place spots close at eleven now, so it really ain't about shit. You know what I mean? So. It was fun. And I didn't have to do no hookah or nothing. <laughs> I don't fuck with hookah anyway. Y'all shouldn't either. Hookah's gross. So is Fronto. Fronto's gross. Stop smoking that shit. Dead ass. 420 came. They legalized marijuana. Defund Fronto. Get that shit out of here. It's fucking up the weed. Okay? This is why y'all niggas don't know y'all weed is trash because y'all rapping it in Fronto and you don't even know that designer is really bush bullshit because you rapping it in Fronto. 
And when you smoke weed with Fonto, when you take that hit, that ain't the weed. That's the fucking Fonto. Hello? Are you dumb? What do y'all think? Y'all just, just smoke the Fonto then. If you want that little head rush, you could smoke it without the weed. It'll do the same shit. It'll make you just as dizzy. Shit is gross. Hate that bullshit. Paper and weed is all you fucking need, nigga. And y'all be rolling some skimpy ass spliffs too. You ever smoke with a nigga that smoke Fonto? Spliffs just be little skinny little bullshit. They smoke it in five minutes and it's down. Fam. That's, that's too fast. Like, you ain't even enjoy the shit. When I roll my shit, I roll bats. I like to sit back and just, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Let it burn slowly. Watch my shit and just enjoy it. Let the spliff burn for an hour and a half. Like, yeah, this is it. Mmm, I could taste that. Oh, yeah, that is blueberry kush. That's, I could taste this. That is blackberry. Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't taste that through frontal, bro. Stop that shit. It's nasty. 420 coming up. Get off of that before 420. 420 this year What we doing Last year it was over Cause we couldn't cipher Cause niggas was scared of COVID Niggas ain't do no links Everybody was shook But this year what's up Niggas been going out Y'all been outside So don't say you ain't Nah bro it's COVID Get the fuck out of here Everybody roll their own shit Ain't no passing Just have your own weed And it's lit Niggas ain't gotta pass off each other No you scary nigga Don't pass him nothing He's scary you ain't got no weed and you just ain't gonna fucking smoke. You just gonna sit there and, be, and, and, and catch a contact. But everybody else, just everybody roll their own shit. Smoke how you want. You want to smoke, Fronto? Go ahead. I'm not hitting that shit anyway. So do what you want to do. But 420 this year gonna be lit. I hope to God we got good weather. Because last year it rained like a motherfucker. I remember that. But hopefully this year we got good weather. I want to go to Washington Square Park and get hot in the motherfucker with the hippies. And, you know, maybe we could do like a little 420 march or something down on Union Square Park and just make it a vibe and everybody just floating and high and eating chips and shit. That's beautiful. Weed brings people together. Now that weed is legal, you bitch niggas can stop crying. Y'all can stop. Nah, bro, my job. Nah, bro, I can't. My, my job. Nah, bro, I don't fuck with it. No, fuck with it. Fuck with it. Your baby mother's stressing you out. Nigga, your hairline going because you don't smoke no weed. All right? Smoke a spliff and then call her back. Yo, you wildin'. I'm up. All right. I'm going to call you back. This bitch bugging. You ain't blowing my heart. I'll call her later. They see how calm you was? You see how you just let it go? Because like Cat Williams said, we got that fuck it in there that make you be like, fuck it. Fuck that bitch. Fuck them kids. I talk to her tomorrow. Yeah. Now, I'm not telling y'all say fuck y'all kids, but for the moment, if it's a little hot in the house, Sometimes you got to make a choice. Choose yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, there we go. So I got video. I got like 30 minutes of video. Now let me go. Uh, let me pull this. Oh, shit. Ah, now let's look at some other shit. Man. Doki. Take this phone off airplane mode. All right, turn this little thing off here. All right, now. It's time for the speeches. Now, check this out, right? A lot of people uh been asking me things lately and um you know, um 
advice, if you will, in their relationships or whatever have you and everything like that. So, all right, hold on. All right, this bitch is shaking her ass on my story. Relax. Okay. Um. Now, here we go. Now, I got a DM today. I'm not going to put your name out there, bro. I don't know if you listen to the show or not, but I got... I had to give some game, man. Shout out to my guy reaching out for the insight. You know, I'm always here to help y'all. If y'all need free game, DM me. DM me. If you don't want me to talk about it on the show, say that. If you don't mind me talking about it on the show, give me the green light and then, you know, some more topics. I'll leave you anonymous. You know, I'm not going to say your name and your at, none of that. But um, when you hear it, you know whose story it is, obviously. But I got a question today and he said, hey, bro, I'm looking for some free game. What's your take on open relationships? You ever been in one? Um, so I told him, you know, uh, it depends on what you mean by open. You mean open like that's your girl or you just, or just a girl you fuck with? He said, like, that's been my girl for a year now. And she asking about an open relationship now. It's not good, bro. That's bad. Now, Common thing women do is they leave you clues. It's like breadcrumbs. Like they're leading you to the fuckery. But slowly, she's slow walking you through the I'm out. You know what I mean? Um, now, could be wrong. Maybe she just really wants an open relationship. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Because this is not normal. Like what woman with a boyfriend is going to come to a man and say, yeah, we need to have an open relationship. So you know that means he can fuck bitches too. I don't know a woman that's cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can do me, you can do you. That's not a relationship. We're not together. We're just fucking around. Like, how are we together if we both fuck other people? That's not, for all of that, just keep it single and do, a, like, a, a situation. Like, nah, I don't, that ain't my girl, but we fuck around. We can we fuck around with each other, but that ain't my girl. I'm single. You know, if it, I was like that, if that was his little joint when he was just fucking around, cool, I get that. But if you say that's your girl for over a year, y'all are in a relationship. So, um, she's been my girl for a year. She asked him about her relationship. Do you think she just isn't honest enough with herself to say she doesn't want to be with me anymore or she actually wants a security blanket of being with me but doesn't want to commit? Don't get me wrong. The idea of being with someone new, um, the idea of being with someone new, but all, I like the idea of being with someone new, but also, well, having her would, but also still having her would be nice, sorry. I just fear when the jealousy gets in the picture. Okay. So I analyzed this for a while. And I said, um, she's not saying something. I've never heard of a woman in a relationship all of a sudden asks for that after a year. Like That is something you discuss day one. You don't get a year in and be like, hey, I'm ready to fuck other niggas. So what you, you going to leave me if I do that? Like, oh, uh, yeah. But I'm telling you, I'm going to fuck other niggas. Yeah, but that's not okay. You can't. I'm not cool. But you can fuck other girls. Wait, wait, I'll be breaking up. No, we just an open relationship. It just sounds, doesn't, doesn't make logical sense. You know what I mean? So I said, she's not saying something. I never heard a woman in a relationship ask for that some ask for that all of a sudden. He said, Word. You think she just too pussy to say she don't want to be together, or you think she legitimately wants to try to try and open? I said it could be a mix of both. Women never flat out say anything. They say it in different ways and hopes you get it. And then if you don't, they'll say shit like, Well, what did you think I meant when I said blah, blah, blah? Nah. Fuck that. Cause you never said it. Be direct. They can't do that. They're not good with direct confrontation. Women are not good. Direct confrontation? Not every woman, I'm not going to say all, not every woman handles that well. Direct confrontation meaning I'm coming to you about the issue straight up. 
I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm saying it's flat out. Hey, blah, 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 whatever the fuck it could be. Now, she's not going to give you a straight up answer. She's not. She's going to dance. She's going to evade. She's going to flip it. She's going to do things that men do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, no, what? Where you get that from? Whoa, what? What? Ooh. I never said that. Uh, a woman, however, get angry, deflect, and, you know, oh, what are you trying to say? What do you think I'm out here doing? And I can't believe you even asked me that. And then they'll try to make it angry to where, like, you said something wrong and they disappear. They storm off to get a, a break in, in a way to kind of think and be like, fuck, sink it on to me. What the fuck am I going to do? You know what I mean? Um, I would confront her on it face to face and ask her, what is it she really wants to say? Because that's bullshit. He said, she's bad with confrontation and that shit's kind of bugging me out. Good idea. I appreciate the game as always. Now, I'm not saying my, my deal, my game was going to work, but direct confrontation is always the answer. You want to answer? Ask somebody straight up. Don't beat around the bush. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Flat out say that shit. Hey, you trying to break up with me? Like, you don't want to fuck with me no more? You don't want to be with me no more? And then whatever she tells you from there is what you should hold her to. I'm asking you flat out. You don't want to be with me no more. I'm, that's a yes or no question. Women never, they, women don't like yes or no questions. Women can't answer yes or no question because that box is them in. And they can't make it work in their favor. You know what they do? Hit you back with a question. Well, do you want to be with me? I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not the one, you, I'm asking you. Don't fall for that shit, fellas. When they hit you with a question after you ask a question, they, they, they trying you. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I came in here with questions. These are yes or no answers. I'm not asking you algebra. Do you still want to be with me? It's either a yes or a no. Women can't answer yes or no question. They're bad at it. Anytime you ask a woman a yes or no question, especially when she knows her, your, your, her answer proves your point, she's not giving you that. That's the art of war right there. She's like, oh, no, if I say he's right, then he got that. I can't do that. I got to be wrong and strong. I got to stay on my point. And you know why? Because women have to be the victim. They have to be the victim. They have to play victim. They have to. Tahoe posted, tweeted something yesterday. Right? And I responded to it. And um, let me see, let me see the retweet if it's still here. Oh, shit. Where is it? Damn, is it gone? It was last night. What the fuck? Hold on. Damn, I think he must have deleted the tweets or something. Oh, wait, that's mentions. I look at my mentions. Oops. <laughs> and it's not there either. Fuck. I forgot what the hell Tahoe said, but um, I responded to him that um, women have mastered. Women have mastered the art of uh, playing the victim and not taking accountability for anything that will pretty much make them wrong. Um, you know, and, um, men need to just understand exactly because men are bad at communication too. I'm not going to put it on just the ladies. We are bad too. You know why we're bad? Because we can't read between the lines all the time. I don't think men know how to read between what a woman is saying to put it together because women are not confrontational and because most women are not direct. You got to kind of just figure it out. 
what they're saying. Like women, are, I always say women are terrible at flirting too. Because I've had girls tell me, oh, I was trying to talk to you. When did you flat out say, hey, I like you? All you did was laugh at my fucking story. That don't tell me shit. That don't mean anything. I'm not a creep that's on every single thing that laughs in my story. Hey, what's up? Want to hang out? No, damn. No, I'm thinking people laugh because it's funny. Now, if y'all want me to turn into some kind of like just thirst bucket and be on everybody that laugh at something I post. That's that what I'm supposed to be doing out here. You know what I'm saying? I had a chick, I hit up one time like, hey, are you single? No, I'm not. I'm like, man, I want to actually want to date. What? I've been like you. You didn't notice? Obviously not. If I'm now asking you out, when the fuck did you tell me you like me? Well, when I brung shoes to you, and you didn't flirt with me. You That was flirting? You didn't even look at me. We were doing business. You brung me shoes to fix. I'm supposed to fucking try to bag while I'm doing business? That's how you fuck the money up. I'm trying to make sure the money for after we leave, then we can like work that out. But if you hear it, no, no. But, um, you know, whatever, right? So men have to learn to read between the lines of what women say. It's all there if you pay attention. Understand their wording and the way they tell you shit. You know what I mean? Because there's something under it. So now his, this man's woman's telling him she wants an open relationship. That's no different from a woman saying, I want to take a break. You want to what? Ain't no fucking break. You want to take a break. Either we together or we not. What is a break? There's no breaks in relationship. A break for you to do what? For you to do what? For you to take talk to other men, nine out of 10? Yes. <laughs> if a woman's asking for a break and not a breakup, that's what, why, why don't you just break up with me then if you don't want to fuck with me no more? Why you want to break? What is a break? Well, I, you know, technically I want to fuck this guy, but I want to use the, we're not, we were not together when you find out. And that's how women set you up. Oh, we were on a break. You know, Dwayne Wade had a fucking baby on Gabrielle Union when they was on a break, you dumbass. Are you dumb? Yeah, he had a fucking baby, which is why he had to give her that little girl because, hey, nigga, you owe me one. And you know I've been trying to have one, and then you went out there on our break, and you fucking had one. Well, excuse me, bitch, that your fucking vagina cannot carry my children. Sorry. That's not my fault. You wanted a break, right? This, this shit happens. I'm Dwayne Wade. Bitches like me. What well, I used to before they called me gay, but now, back then, they liked me. <laughs> right? So, all of, it's, it's like a code. They speak in code. Women speak in code, and you have to translate it. Right? And a lot of times when you ask women, why didn't you just tell me? Oh, you should just know. That's one of their favorite fucking things. You should just know. I should just know? No, you should just communicate like a fucking adult. You're a grown-ass woman. But women do not, or every woman does not know how to be blunt. Every woman doesn't know how to be outspoken. Every woman is not confident enough to speak their mind. Okay? So you got to understand that. And you got to understand that by understanding women. Right? People don't, men don't understand women. Men don't take the time to learn women. And we, you, you guys should do it. It's pretty fun. I've been learning women for a long time and it's a lot of fun. You learn a lot of things. You learn things like if your girl likes you or if a girl likes you, a woman likes you, she thinks other women like you just because she likes you. It's very, very egotistical and very wrong, but that's how women think. Well, shit, if he cute to me, he cute to all these other bitches. Oh, so your taste in men is the shit. Like, you don't pick no whack niggas. All your niggas is Idris Elba's and Morris Chess. All your niggas fine. Bitch, don't nobody want your man but you. It's like, come on. Don't nobody want Darius. 
don't nobody want fucking Darius, bitch, but you. You the only one that want his stupid ass. You. You the only one that love him. Don't nobody want that motherfucker. His own mother want him to move in with you because she can't stand him. He stinks. His feet stink. Nigga don't wash dishes. Don't take the trash out. Sleep all day. Play the game all night. Eat all her fucking food. The nigga ate her lunch last week. She ain't forgave him yet. You ate my tuna fish sandwich, Darius. That was yours? Oh, you gonna have to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> uh-huh. She's sick of him. All right? Don't nobody want that nigga but you. But don't nobody know what you deal with but your ass. So. Yeah, so, um. Yeah, uh, my free game I have for this week is basically, you know, pay attention. Read between the lines, fellas. This is for the fellas. I don't have nothing for the ladies. Fellas, you got to learn how to read between the lines. Like, pay attention to everything your woman tells you. She is not going to tell you the small things. She's going to hint at them. She's going to say little slick shit that you might miss. Like, wait, what you said? Nothing. Pay attention to those things because that meant something. Know what I mean? She something is off. Like she wants to um she's trying to express herself to you without expressing herself to you, if you can understand that. It's very weird. I know it's very confusing. But um, you know, what can we do? We you know we we're men. All we can do is play the game and just hope not to get lost in the sauce. Um, I want you fellas to know. Once a woman loses respect for you, it is over, okay? And you, if you know that woman lost respect for you, leave her alone. She's dangerous now. I don't think men understand that. Um, like, when a woman is really done with you, there's nothing you can do to make her come back. You know what I mean? When she's done, done, like, it's over, done. Like, fuck you now. Like, it's over with, bro. And we have to understand that it's over. We have to learn to leave her alone. Okay? I, I've had to learn that the last few years. You know what? Leave that girl alone. Y'all don't, y- you know what? Y'all, y'all talked for y'all little time. Y'all talked. Um, y'all had fun. You hurt that girl. There's no need to check in. There's no need to, hey, how you been? No, fuck you. She don't like you no more. You hurt her. You know what you did, nigga. You know? And if men could just be upfront and honest about the things we do to these women, the world would be a lot better. I had a conversation in my DM about closure. Now, for some reason, this young lady told me that closure, you have to get closure from people before you can move on. I completely disagree. I always say you get closure from yourself. You was in that situation just like they was in that situation. Now, the closure comes from a person that got dumped. Now, the person that got dumped is always going to look for why. Why did this end? Why don't you want to fuck with me no more? What is it about me that, and that right there can drive a person crazy. A person can play with you because you're looking for that information and you want it so bad, you won't let the person go. You keep constantly hitting them up. Hey, can we talk? Can we go out for a drink and just talk? I want to understand what went wrong with us. It's like, no, you have to, you have to get that from yourself. You have to take the time to be alone and you have to take the time to heal and reflect. You don't get closure from that person. That person's going to play with you. They don't owe you closure. You owe it to yourself. Nobody owes you the the, the gift of moving past them because if they did, they would have done it. When people break up with people, their mind is made. Think about all the times you broke up with somebody. 
Did you give them closure or did you just say it was over and then it was fuck my ex forever? You never gave him no fucking closure. You never told him why. And if you did, it was because he pissed you off. He didn't ask for it. Nah, nigga, because you stink. You this, you that. You boom, ba boom. It's like, okay, understood. But that don't give him closure. That just make him want to fix them things. You know what I mean? That, you, that, can't, that can't come from others. You got to get it from yourself. You have to give yourself that closure. You're not going to get it from the other person. It's just not going to happen. That's not how it works. As men, we know never give closure. If you like that girl even a little bit still, I'm not giving her no fucking closure. Fuck that. I'm going to, if she's going to keep coming around asking for that, I'm going to keep playing off that. And I'm going to keep getting what I want because she won't let go. She can't move on because she needs closure. Why would I give her that? Why would I allow her to move on from me when she's stuck with me? I'm going to leave her stuck. Until she smartens up and be like, I have to let him go. I have to go. I got to stop this shit. Unless she does that, until she does that, bitch, I'm never giving you that closure. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? I'm going to play with you till I can't. And then that's over with. You know what I'm saying? That's how men move. Y'all got to understand men. I don't think women know how manipulative men are. I think y'all do know, but y'all downplay it like, well, nah, they want ain't No, they, we are. We are. We wow. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Um, but yeah, closure comes from within, man. Uh, I had another conversation yesterday about how do you um. Actually, let me go to the text. Let me go to the text, and uh, I'll read it to you verbatim um, of what was asked. Because I found that to be very uh, interesting. That question, I, um, I really dove into it. Um. I got to pick your brain. How are you able to feel content even when you're alone? And my response was the peace of it, the silence, the calmness, the freedom. Now, um, I am a loner. Anybody who knows me knows this. Um, I like my space. I like to have my peace in my, my space. And, um, you know, I've come from a very anxious few years of my life where I didn't have peace. I didn't have, I went a very long time without calmness in my life, without like, like able to really just relax and just breathe. I didn't have that for years between my sneaker business and between my living situation and between everything, just like being busy, always on go, never having time for myself. I learned to stop. I learned to slow down. I learned to ultimately be alone, all right? Now, there were times I would try to fill those voids with people and, you know, try to avoid my loneliness with people I didn't personally care for, for real. People I didn't really have interest in, but because their availability was good for me, I would use them to help pass the time and to clear my mind and to, you know, step away from my reality. And at the same time, I was hurting myself more than I was helping myself. You learn in that process you learn to, sometimes you got to tackle shit on your own. Sometimes you can't bring people with you for that. You got to handle your shit, your internal shit. You got to handle that on your own. You can't rely on somebody else to fix you. That is not their job to fix you. Your job is to approach them fully fixed, fully healed, and here I am. Nobody wants a project all the time. I have to fix this nigga. I have to do this and do that. Like, this is too much. Why don't you heal? Why don't you get your shit together? And then, you know what I'm saying? But when, you know, when you in that down space, you always need somebody. 
And I learned that that's not okay. You cannot bring people into that web of shit you sitting in. You got to do that on your own. Sometimes you got to shit and sit in shit till it don't stink no more. When you don't smell it no more. All right. It's time to wash this off me. I've healed. I've grown from this shit. I can't even smell it no more. I've been in it so long. It, I don't smell it anymore. It's time to get up and wash this off me. I sat in it long enough. I learned my lesson. I'm better now. Now it's time to wash it off and try again. Come out fresh. Fresh. Everything I washed off me. I washed all that shit off me. I'm clean now. Here I am. I'm fully fucking fixed. I'm healed. And when you get that kind of peace, you never fucking give it away. It becomes very difficult to let people into that because I've now mastered being by myself so much that it's like, to other people, was like, how the fuck is he doing it? This nigga just really just be just there, just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. It just be me home with the dog, watching TV, chilling, painting shoes. That's, I mean, that's it. I barely leave my house on a day-to-day basis. Unless I have to, I don't go nowhere. It's, first of all, it's still cold. I'm not going nowhere. It's cold. Secondly, I like my crib. <laughs> like, a lot. I really do. I like got a new comforter. Shit is lit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just, I made, I made my surroundings match my mood. So my surroundings are peaceful because I am peaceful. When I was not happy, everything around me was chaotic. Everything around me was cluttered. Everything was just junk around me. Just too much junk. Like even now, when I get a bunch of sneaker orders in, I fucking rush to get them out of there because I don't want to feel cluttered. I don't want to feel entrapped in my work again. That's why a big reason why I stopped doing shoes for so long because it feels good sometimes to just wake up and not have nothing to do. Just to wake up and not have to like do nothing. It's the fucking dream. Because we always train to go, 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 go. Like I always say, why do people in their 20s want to have two jobs? How much money do you need? Like you can make money anytime. The time you don't get back. You got to make time for life too. And if what the time of life you make be, whether it be a vacation, whether it be just you going home and sitting on your ass for two days, three days, whatever it is to you, whatever is your break, take that shit. Stop working so much. Why are you, if you get vacation in sick time and you get paid for not being there and you still it every day, how the, what do you mean? You never taken a vacation since when? Why? What the fuck? That job gonna be there, bro. They give you vacation in sick time for a reason. Nah, but you know, my check ain't going to be the same. You worried about your check? Are you getting paid or not? What, are you going to get nothing if you don't go to work? You get paid. Yeah, but I'm missing money. You know what I'm saying? I'm, bro, you're not missing money. You're missing life. While you slaving at these two jobs, coming home tired every day, don't even have energy to spend the money you make. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Like, what are you running from? I always say that when people make themselves super busy, they're running from something. There's something they don't want to face. There's something they don't want to think about. There's something bothering them that they cannot deal with head on. So they make themselves extremely busy to distract them from it. And to the point they pretty much forget about it and get over it. But those habits you create every time something traumatic happens to you, they don't, they die hard. So now let's like, I tell you all the time when girls go through a breakup or a man cheat on them, first thing a woman do, go back to school or go to the gym. She's going to add things to keep her busy. She's going to add things to keep her mind off shit. Now she went to get another job. Now she went and bought a new car. So now she has to work to maintain that car. So now she put herself in a hole financially just to keep herself busy to maintain something that she didn't have to really do. 
Like I tell people all the time, life is as hard as you make it. Like I never under, I, like, I understand why people buy a car. If you got kids, you should have a car. If you have children, you should work on getting a vehicle to take your kids around and all of that. Nobody wants to have their kids on a train and shit like that. So yeah, if you have a kid, if you got kids and children, you should have a vehicle to transport your children in safely, right? If you're a single person like me with no kids and nothing, do you need a car? No. You probably want one because why? Because you just, it's just like it's what they tell you to do. You get up, you get a car and yeah, but they don't tell you everything that comes with a car. They don't tell you the maintenance. They don't tell you the, the cost and it's just expensive to have a car. When in reality, in New York City, you don't need a car, but people have pride. I'm not getting on no bus to bus. Who the fuck gives a shit? What does that mean? Because you took the bus. Uh, I mean, I'm just not taking the bus. It doesn't mean anything. You care too much about what people think. Why you can't take the train? Oh, no, nah, I ain't taking the train. Why? The richest people in the world take the train all the time. You don't know who they are. Every, every you know, black people just get, get like brainwashed into things that they think is important and it's really not. Like you got a car, but your credit fucked up. You got a car, but you've been living with your mother all your life. But you got a car though. You got a car, but you can't eat because all your money go to your car. You know what I'm saying? Like you, let's, let's be realistic here. You know what I'm saying? You can Uber when you got to go places. How, how often do you drive? People just want to drive just to drive. And I know why men get cars. Niggas get cars with women. Nah, man, you can't bag a shorty with no whip. You got to pull up on her. Nigga, hey, where we going? I'll meet you there. Simple. You go there and Uber. If she drives, she drives. So what? That's her car. That is never, first of all, you never come in to pick me up either. That's number one. I ain't never in my life going to tell no woman, come pick me up. No, 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 you're bugging. Yeah, you coming to get me? Ooh, ew, ew. Fellas, don't do that. Don't do that. You want a woman to not respect you, that's the first way. Do not ask no woman to come get you. Unless you got it like that and y'all cool like that. Nah. Nah. Unless y'all really, really tight. Don't play like that. That's that right there will make her be like, oh, my God, this nigga said, can I come get him? Ugh. I mean, where you at? Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I get it. It makes sense. If I was a woman, I'm not coming to pick up no man. Why you don't have a car? And if you don't have a car, why you need me to come get you? You can't get there? The fuck? How you gonna pay for this date? You know what I mean? And she start thinking. And you know, a woman's worst enemy is her mind. You don't want her to get to thinking. You want her to think happy thoughts. You don't want her thinking nothing negative because it's going to snowball into some bullshit you cannot overcome. Okay. But, um, yeah. People complicate their lives for no reason. Like, you have no kids but you work two jobs and you bought a car, got an apartment. Okay, so your your life, your month monthly expenses are very high. So to maintain that alone by yourself, you need two jobs to do it. You're working too much. You ain't never gonna have time for nothing. And that's not life. You young. Why you wanna work so much? How much money do you fucking need? How much? Like, how, how, what kind of? Like, sometimes things should be easy. Like, if you gotta bust your ass for certain shit, it's not for you yet. Just take some time and wait. Like, people don't know how to just let things come to them. They like to force the issue. And if you're going to force the issue, it's always going to be harder than if it's given to you. When you earn your blessings and you can wait, I tell you, God will give you anything you want, but patience. If you can wait for it, you can have it. You just got to wait. You just got to be patient. Learn to be patient. Some things take months for people. Some things take years. And stop watching other people. But speaking of that, Safari. Safari posted... Something very uh, interesting to me. What's this? Yeah, what's Safari? Let's see if he still got it up. Okay, here we go. Social media got 22-year-olds 
wanted to off themselves because they don't make six figures in Java 7 series. Shit is ridiculous. Shit is terrible. Got women thinking if you can't afford a Chanel bag, you're doing bad in life and offer them nothing. Got dudes thinking a good nine to five is slavery. Nobody likes their body. Nobody likes their home. Just a mass group of people wanting what others have or pretend to have. Then Safari in the caption says, I love my childhood. Y'all new kids in y'all teens and y'all 20s got a lot of pressure on y'all for shit that ain't even real. The internet is not a real place. The internet is not real. This was created by people. Do you understand Instagram did not exist 10 years ago? Wait, wait, did it exist? When Instagram came out? 2010. All right, 12, 13, 14 years ago, Instagram did not exist. Okay, cell phones just got apps in 2000 and what, seven, eight? Understand how new all of this shit is. This is new. As an adult, I grew up with this in my early 20s. Instagram came out when I was about 25, 26, right? And in the beginning, Instagram was just about sharing cool pictures. You go somewhere, it wasn't even about uh, going on vacation and posting the best pic you can get. And all of, and then, you know, I remember when selfies was a big deal and everybody was posting selfies, selfies, selfies. And then you've you seen it progress over time. I remember fucking MySpace being the number one social media platform. MySpace does not exist anymore. I remember Facebook coming after MySpace and shutting MySpace down. Right? Facebook is like whatever now. It still exists, but for old people. My aunts and shit is on Facebook. That's how they stay in touch. Young people be on there, but we go to the gram. Then we seen Snapchat coming. It kind of ran, gave Instagram a run for us money. Everybody was on Snapchat. That started this whole filter era of where women won't post a picture without it. You ask a woman for a selfie of herself, there's a filter on it. I guarantee every time a woman will shit on themselves before they even make, even do the post. Like, hey guys, I just came from the gym. I know they like shit, but I want to tell you this. Like, yo, why did you do that? Why did you do all of that? Just talk. Nobody cares that you came from the gym. Do you have a point to make or what? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why do it makes women hate themselves? Women don't feel pretty without a lakes front wig. Women don't feel pretty without makeup. Women don't feel pretty with everything done. Hair done, nails done, makeup done, eyebrows done, eyelashes done, teeth done, or everything done. They need all of it to feel good. So you don't have any self-confidence of when you're normal? Like, you feel ugly with your bonnet on when you home and that's the real you? You feel ugly? You look in your mirror every day and, and you feel ugly? Why? Where's your self-confidence? You're beautiful like you are as you are. See, we didn't, I didn't grow up in that era. You know what I'm saying? This era Safari talking about that we grew up differently. The prettiest girls in school didn't wear makeup. We talking early 2000, we talking 2000, 2001, 2, 3, 4, 5. The prettiest girls was natural. They didn't wear no fucking makeup and all that wigs and all that shit. Wash and set, pin curl, uh, pin, you know, the wraps. Wash and set, girls wrap their hair. That was always sexy. When a girl came to school with the fresh bobby pins, ooh. With lip gloss, that was enough. And she had the new Jordans on and some nice jeans and her ass was, ooh. Ooh. That was a vibe. Like, niggas was, was like, open off that. Like, if a, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a chick had a weave, we made fun of them. We made fun of girls with weave. You watch Martin. BDBs, Pam and her weave, weavy wonder. You know what I mean? I can't believe it. We made fun of girls with weaves. 
He wasn't doing this lace front shit, girls wearing all his color hair. That was for the white bitches. Only white girls was coming to school with lime green and blue and orange hair and all this wild shit. Black girls wasn't doing all that. Now you got black girls looking like troll dolls on purpose. Like, y'all, I don't think anybody loves it. Like, everything is compared to fake shit. Everything on the internet is not real. You don't, like, you gotta stop watching people and start living your real own life and find happiness in your real life, bro. No, uh, I stop watch doesn't mean you made it. Moving your mother from where she lives and putting her in a nice house means you made it. Having real money in the bank, taking care of your responsibilities as a man, taking care of your kids, taking care of your family, helping people, that's what makes you fucking uh, uh, a baller. Not a bunch of material shit that you don't that don't mean shit after you buy it. Y'all never watch He Got Game? You go go buy a custom chain. How much the chain? Eighty thousand. Eighty thousand dollars on a chain, bro? For what? For what? Where the fuck are you going with eighty thousand dollars in jewelry on your neck? What? Who are you? What are you? What, what is the point of it? That's a lot of money. And for for a necklace. For a chain, bro? Like, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? What, what kind of message are we sending to the kids? Everything got to be expensive. Niggas don't wear nothing nothing normal no more. Niggas won't even step foot in the H&M or Zara. Every jet jeans got to be 1300 Fam, where you live? I be wondering where you niggas live that y'all be so fucking fly. Everything designer, everything foreign. And I look at your page and you in the staircase in the project. Like, what the fuck is going on? You bought those Amiris to chill in the hood? You could have, like, you took, like, you, and then on top of that too, niggas don't be spending any money. And I want people to know that too. Like, all this expensive designer shit these niggas wearing, they're not buying these things. Niggas are scamming designer everything. Shoes, back. You see niggas with these little stupid ass little Louis Vuitton money cases and shit. Yeah, you got some niggas out there. I don't know why, what they doing for all this big cash, but it's coming. And some niggas do take that money and spend it on designer shit. That's worth nothing. You bought a pair of Gucci's five years ago. Where they at? You want to wear those tomorrow? No, why? Because they're the old Gucci's. They're not the new thick shits. Them Stan Smith Gucci's y'all was buying a few years ago. What y'all did with them? Huh? I want to know. Because that was a big thing. The, 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 the Gucci's with the snakes. Shit's just uncomfortable like a motherfucker, huh? They hurt. These thick-ass McQueen shits, they hurt. Ugly as a motherfucker. And I said, too, on my Instagram other week, if these designer sneakers cost $65, would you want it? Huh? If them thick, ugly-ass Balenciagas were $65, would you want them? Probably not. Y'all are buying these things because they're expensive, not because you like them. There's no way you like those ugly shits. They're heavy, they're ugly, they're thick, they come already dirty. What do you like about those shoes? The fact that they're expensive and people look at them like, ooh, that's a sta- that's a status. That's a status symbol. You know what I'm saying? I don't come from the era of designer being shit. Designer in my era didn't mean a goddamn thing. No, it didn't. Not when I was in high school. Prada's, yeah. But after that, niggas wasn't trying to get Gucci shirts. Niggas were wearing jerseys. Niggas were wearing white tees. We was basic. But we were still fly. You know why? Because we had our own style. We wasn't influenced by, this, by like, designer shit. We had... The style back then was hip-hop, velour sweats. You know what I mean? Jordans, retros. That's when retros first started coming about. Old-school Nike basketball sneakers, Barclays, pennies, foams, 
You know what I'm saying? Air Max, we was doing all that. Niggas wasn't doing fucking Balenciaga. Balenciaga didn't exist when I was in high school. I don't even know where that brand came from. I don't know where that brand came from. Who made it? I know Kanye made it hot. But I just looked up one year and everybody had Balenciaga something on. The sneakers or the shirts or the hoodies. With, I don't know. It's like every year a new designer come out and everybody start jacking. And now girls are going crazy with the Telfair bags. A few years ago, it was what? What was what? The uh, MCM bags. Now nobody don't want the MCM no more. Everybody want fucking Chanel's and fucking Birkins. And then you see a girl with a Chanel bag coming out the projects. Bitch, how much you pay for that bag? Oh, wait, she didn't pay for that bag. Her man got her that bag from some way. Ain't nobody buying this shit. And it's the people y'all emulating and y'all trying to in, in copy. We, we need to understand right now is that this world is very fickle. And this world is very fake. And trends change fast. Do not invest something that is not about you into your lifestyle. Try to stay true to you. Look at me. I wear wrestling shirts. You know why? Because that's what I like. Not because I seen some nigga do it. Not because a rapper did it. Not because rappers is rapping about it. That's me. I'm me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't, I don't hear, listen to little baby. I'm like, damn, I need some Dior now. No, I don't care about that shit. Can I buy it? Sure. I got sneakers that cost Dior money. I don't mean I want them shits because I can't, and that's not my thing. I don't do that. That's not, that's never been me. It never will be me. I'm not a designer guy. The sneakers are ugly. I'd rather get some hot ass sneakers niggas don't even know about. It's way more of that than that designer shit everybody know the minute they see it on your feet. And I want to throw them Versace shits in the tub. Them chain reactions, sick of them shits. Y'all niggas got a shot. And all of them shits be fake. Every time I see them, I think, yeah, those are fake. There's no way that nigga got those. Those are fake. There's no way. There's no fucking way. Um, moving on. Okay, let's see here. Now. What we got going on? What we got going on? What we got going on? I want to play something that is fucking funny as shit. Where is it? No. Who had it up yesterday? All right, ding. All right, ding. Oh, no. Here we go. Hello there. Language spoken in Jamaica. What? Patwa and English. Okay. What are you doing here? Awayadoya. It is mine. Afimi. Where are you? Where are you going? Awayago. <laughs> Come back here. Kumbakyaso. Why did you call me? Now, this is a white boy, mind you. Look here. Look here. See me here. See me here. You gotta see his face. I'll repeat that. See me here. See me here. Look at this. Look, Pandy. <laughs> Look, Pandy. It's more than that, too. Shout out to that little man. He made a uh, chart with a. Uh, English phrases in uh, the Patois translations. Um, very, very funny because I don't know how much Jamaicans y'all be around, but them motherfuckers are mighty aggressive when they speak. No fucking cap. Oh, God. Um, yes, but um, 
you know, I love the Jamaicans. Shout out to the Jamaicans. Bop, bop. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say the other shit I be saying about y'all because it's offensive and I don't want to go down that, that path. I, I've never said it on the show and I probably won't. It's a little, it's a little crazy. So I'm not going to say it. I'm dying. Not to, I want to say it, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Um, moving forward. All right. Let's see. Uh, what the fuck I go on here? So, okay. Violent altercation that occurred between Chet Hanks and his ex-girlfriend. Oh, Chetty Hanks had a problem with his gal them. Not Chetty Hanks. Oh, George Floyd trial started. Hopefully we get that conviction. Yes, yes, yes. Two U.S. Capitol Police officers are suing Donald Trump for his role in the January 6th Capitol riots. It's been almost three months since Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol in the hopes of stopping Joe Biden from officially being sworn in as president. Now, two police officers have just hurled a new legal challenge Trump's way. According to recent reports, two U.S. Capitol police officers have officially filed a lawsuit against Donald Trump for his role in the January 6th attack that left five people dead. CS, CBS News reports U.S. Capitol Police Officer James Blasting, Blassingame, a 17-year veteran officer, and Sidney Hembley, an 11-year vet, have both filed a lawsuit against former President Donald Trump for his conduct regarding the U.S. Capitol riots. The lawsuit claimed that Trump repeated claims of election fraud led to the attack from the large mob of his supporters. The pair also state that in the lawsuit, stated in the lawsuit that they suffered both physical and emotional injuries as a result. Blasting Game and Hembley are seeking compensatory, compensatory damages of a minimum of $75,000 each and punitive damages of an unspecified amount. Well, good luck there. I highly doubt you'll get that, but salute. I hope y'all get something. You know? Um, what else we got going on here? Let's see, let's see, let's see. The fuck? Let's see what's happening. Oh, Blue Ivy looking good. Got her hair straightened out. They on the beach. Okay, okay. Blue Ivy, Grammy winner. You know what I mean? Got a Grammy before Nicki Minaj has, huh? Huh? Nah, Bernice just gonna be fine forever. She just gonna be fine forever. Bernice, boy, Bernice over 40. And she just out here putting you young bitches to shame. Okay? Damn. Hmm, mm-mm-mm. That is a fine woman. Also, you know who else is fine? I'm going to tell you who's fine right now. Okay? Um, I'm, Do I even want to fucking tell y'all? I don't want y'all crushing on my girl like that. Ari Lennox has been, like, giving me life lately. Ari Lennox. Oh. Oh, Ari. Ari Lennox, listen here. If you ever hear this podcast, I would love to talk to you. I don't know, Creepsha. I'm going to just take you to a dinner. I don't know what you eat, but whatever you want, you can go and we can eat. I just want to talk about music, about life. And just talk to you about, you know, I know you might have a man. I've heard that she had a man and shit, but I still, I still want to talk to you. I don't know, like, you know, I just want to have a conversation and just understand why you're so fucking gorgeous. And, uh, you know what I mean? So, Ari, if y'all know her, you know, DM her for me and just put that out there. All right. Uh, Michael Strahan fixed his gap tooth. Well, well, well. May all the gaps be closed 
in the world. Let's get them gaps up out of here. <laughs> Young Jock went and got a beard put on his face. Nigga, you need your ass whooped. Where, where the fuck they get that hair from? This better be for a show. This nigga look fucking crazy. This nigga look fucking crazy. It ain't for every... Bro, if you can't grow a beard, you can't fucking grow. I'm sick of you niggas. With the fake hairlines and the fake beards and the fake dread. Y'all niggas are doing too much. Let the females have something. Y'all doing the most, bro. Like, nigga, what you gonna do if she rub your face wrong and your whole shit peel up? What the fuck you... She gonna throw up? That's nasty as hell to see that. Like, what the... Your beard came up. What the fuck happened? Oh, damn. My fault. Oh, shit. I gotta go. Which, how you explain that, nigga? Uh, little Nas X. I know y'all probably was waiting for me to get to this all podcast, but I'm getting to it now. Didn't really want to speak on this because I thought people were smarter than that. I thought people had common sense. I thought people knew enough um, to know Nike would never fucking do that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, 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 uh. Now, initially, when the shoe was posted, people just see a Nike Air Max and Little Nas X holding it up, and there's blood in each shoe, one drop of human blood, and the rest is red ink, and it's inside the bubble. And these are the same people that made the Holy Water Air Maxes that they gave Drake with the Holy Water inside the bubble, and everybody, you know, Nike was like, cool with that. Like, no, that's great. Do that. You made a custom, you gave it to, you know what I mean? Cool. But this devil shit y'all doing? Oh, no, hell no. Uh-uh. No, no, no. We don't, we don't do that. Like, no, we have nothing to do with that, and we suing the company. Nigga, you selling 666 of those? Nigga, they all better be Nike. They all better be authentic, because where the fuck you getting 666 pairs of that Nike shoe? We know where we sent them. And then how much you sell? They were selling them for like $1,000 or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nike, we, Nike, yeah. Nike like 666 time up there. That's almost 700 grand. Oh, nah, cut it. Nah, nope. Stop them shits. Nope. Dub. Dub, 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 dub in the tub. Rubber dub, dub. Never happening. And y'all fucking got on there. Cancel Nike. I can't believe they're cool with this. This is crazy. I'm going to Adidas with Kanye loves Jesus. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Are you fucking dumb? Are you dumb? You really think Nike would play like that? Y'all gotta have more small spinners. This is ridiculous. I had people DM me, how are you still wearing that product? I said, what are you talking about? How are you still supporting Nike? Is I supposed to throw away all my shit? <laughs> the fuck? All my shoes, Nike, bitch. What are you talking about? I don't own any Adidas. I don't wear Adidas at all. At all. So I don't, what do you want me to do? Go get felines or something? Like, it's still too late. Um, but yeah, Nike had nothing to do with that. They're suing the company, and that's that. Now, Let's um move forward now. Now, uh, let's see, let's see. I got a couple tunes. I wanted to put y'all on to something. Now, um, hold on. Let me just go to my library. Here we go. Okay. No. I want y'all to see if y'all knew this about this sample here. Now I learned something watching that Tina Turner doc And I love learning about music Because I love music 
Timberland is a goat. Timberland, a legend. Now, this song is from. What is this song from? How sweet it used to be. This is from 1991. Timberland sampled Tina Turner for Missy's hit, The Rain. Who the fuck knew? Now, I know some old heads like, oh, I knew that. I knew that the first time I heard it. Nigga, in 1991, I wasn't but six years old. I'm sorry. I did not know that. But that was dope to me that, like, yo, Timberland took that and turned that to something classic, man. Like, that beat. Jesus. But, um, ain't really no new music out right now. But, um, it's some new artists out. You know, it's, I mean, I, I mean... I listen to everything, y'all know this. Um, as of late, Coley Ray, Benzino's daughter. She's heating up, man. She need a sandwich. She's very skinny. But she's heating up out here. So this song is not new. But to the people that's my age, they probably don't know this record. But this is Coley Ray and Little Dirt, No More Parties Remix. Yeah, they want to eat off my plate.
she mad I took her nigga, ooh That's how I bust it, baby Straight Unless I know me, baby <laughs> I'm off the better things I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate Only one people around that's gonna make me better That was Coley Ray No more parties featuring Lil Durk I wish this girl much success, yo. She hot right now. It's Benzino, little girl. They beefing, but I guess the music running the blood. Now, have y'all heard the other remix? I don't know if y'all heard the other remix. There's a street remix to this by some dude. I don't know this nigga, but this is his iteration of that record. Went viral a couple weeks ago. And then my man D1 Pop. Yo, if anybody know D1 Pop, like for real, for real, tell him, like, hit him for me. Tell him I wanna, I wanna talk to him on a pod. That's that nigga is hilarious. If any of y'all from Coney Island, y'all know know D1 Pop personally, and y'all like really could like get him here and we could link and build. Hit him for me, please. Tell him I want him on a pod. You know what I'm saying? We have a good time. Not an interview, just a good conversation. I just want to... That young man right there. See, that's the people I'm talking about that's going to come behind Justin LaBoy that deserve a shot. That kid belongs on a television. I don't know if it's wilding out. I don't know if it's like something. He deserves a shot. All right? D1 Pop. Fucking Drewski. Them two. Them niggas. More than anybody. More than Shiggy. More than the June bug dude that be running around twigging and all that. This kid deserves a fucking show. He deserves Charlemagne. Get to him. What's the deal, Charlemagne? You in the streets. What's up? These are niggas that need podcasts. These are niggas that's the young community that we need to hear from. This is the youth right here. So <laughs> D1 Pop makes a video in the V. 30 minutes. You know how many times I almost crashed? Going two hours and 30 minutes. Going 90 and 65. 110 and 65. Getting pulled over for that. Just to get back to that. Ooh. I ain't never. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't driving to that. Ooh. I'm driving to that. Ooh. I'm not driving to that. Ooh. I'm so sorry. I just had to. That shit. Fire! Oh my God, I might have to just drive around and keep hearing that song. Here we go. Are you tired of partying? Come on the road. All right, well, shit, just to let out. Here I come. Body on my body. Shorty on my body. Yeah, I be on my whole body. Just please don't tell nobody if I pull up in Y'all gotta see this nigga face. <laughs> Shout out D1 Pop. Again, if y'all know that young brother, you know, I'll add him for me. So it'll take longer for me to get through. He don't know me, we don't he don't follow me, so you know what I mean? Reach out to them for you, reach out to him for your boy. Now, I'm going to play one more and we're going to get out of here. This is another Coley Ray. This is um, Big Purr. Purr. 
featuring Pooh Shiesty. Pooh Shiesty hot out here. He hot. Gucci got something over there with him. While I switch gears, keep on running from these backs. I pull them tracks out, bitch. Come here. Maybe after we fuck, we ain't gonna talk about Lee right there. Tell your bitch she dead, can't come back. Yeah, he gonna hit from the back on me. Yeah, baby, keep that fuck. Put it up in the air. We stacking these hundreds, they coming in layers. Going outside, I grew up with the players. I seek my bitch to slam them down, get it in blood, no one don't care. After that mission, park the track, fuck in the back and fix her. What's up, big daddy, daddy? Tell me what's up, what's happening? He sent me a text, so I see him in the attic. The way you grip on the block, that's how I want you to grab me. Say, put it taste like laughing. Mindset on the hallway above average Look like a nigga, but I been about action Smackin', shawty man, I'm ain't actin' Let a nigga play with my bitch, I'm blast Tragic, everybody get free cash My nails and feet stay up to par I need to see friends till when you gaggin' T-Maker get wet, play in that cat while I switch gears Keep on running from these backs, I pull them tracks out, yeah, bitch, come here Maybe after we fuck, we ain't gonna talk about Lee right there Tell your bitch she dead, can't come back, yeah, he gonna hit from the back on me yeah, up in the Baby, air. keep that fuck, put it up in the air We stacking these hundreds, they coming in layers Going outside, I grew up with the players I seek my bitch to slam them down, get it in blood, no one don't care After that mission, park the track, fuck in the back and fix her her that was Coily Ray, purr, big purr, featuring Pooh Shiesty, Mr. Get It Black and Blood. Yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all know Pooh Shiesty song. Give you a piece of it if you don't know. It's like a super hit record. This nigga album cover moves when you play the music. That's hard. Yeah, get it, shit in blood, huh? Bitch, I got my own if I don't need security in the club. All they wolfing on the net, nigga. I thought you Y'all know this guy, right? Y'all know this guy. Go, I shot up everywhere they hot right now. He hot. No, took this shit from you. Come get it back in blood. Bitch, come get it back in blood. We ain't mask up, no dodge Niggas know who it was. Alright, I wanna get y'all one old school and I'm gonna get out of here. Snowfall is on, so I'm gonna watch the 11. I can take my time. Alright, let me give let me see if I can. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait now. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to give him some old school now. Hold up. Let's see. Should I give him something something calm or something something upbeat? Like, you know what? This song right here. I always said in the movie of my life, the soundtrack would be so powerful because the music. Um, I told you I'm curating this playlist of um, songs from my childhood, and it's like literally thousands of songs I got to pick through. Um, I realize I'm missing a bunch of like Onyx. I'm missing a lot of fucking early 90s shit. So I got a way to go. But this song right here, this song is maybe 99, 2000, but this is like early high school. Now, this, this is Jill Scott, The Way. This song would be the opening scene of the movie of my life. As a young man getting up, going to school, music like this got me up in the morning. 
because my mom was big into R&B. So she had everything. Jill Scott, Erica Badu, NDRE, Music Soul Child, Donnell Jones, Maxwell, D'Angelo. My mom listened to it all. Jaheem, Drew Hill, Jagged Edge, um, 112 total. Like my mom was American. So she grew up listening to hip hop and R&B. Mary J. Blige, Little Kim, like those car rides to Connecticut, flipping through different CDs. Like, oh, my, put this on. Like, these bring me back to that time and sent to me. So I, in the, the movie of my life, I would picture myself starting in fifth grade. I just moved to Canarsie and I'm getting up, getting myself and my brother ready for school. My mom already left. She had to be to work super early. She just started the job. So, you know, she got to be on time. She had to take the bus and train to school back at that time. She worked at Canarsie High School. And, um, you know, this is the kind of music that was playing on the radio in, in high school. But I'm going to take it. I'm going to play the music back. I, I know it don't make sense because it's like, well, if that was like 95, how are you playing Jill Scott to wake up in the morning? It's just music, man. It's just the sound. This song. All right, let's just get into it. Oh, my God. Talk that shit. 
Talk that, Jill. I'm gonna beat the high score. She's trying to beat the high score. Pull up. Oh, God, Jill. Hey, y'all surprised she nasty when she did that My Jill been nasty. Y'all wasn't listening. Y'all wasn't outside when Soul R&B took over. We had niggas like Dwelly that just had an afro for no reason. Y'all wasn't fucking outside. Back when Maxwell had an afro, he never braided that shit. He just had it out. Afro was big as shit. Y'all wasn't there. Scott the way that's the perfect way to end this episode ladies and gentlemen this is episode 171 on your WBLS dial that was Jill Scott mm-hmm, the way up next we got a hot tune from Bobby Valentino it's my radio voice radio if y'all ever need me holla I can do the quiet storm DJ I do all that tell me no let me know uh anyway guys Spring is upon us. It is April 1st officially, April Fool's Day. Ha, ta, 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 ta. Daylight saving already begin. The sun don't go down to about 7 right now and climbing. Uh, we've been having some good weather. Even though it rained, it is no longer cold. The cold has dissipated. Like, it'd be, be, it be comfortable outside. You don't need a big coat. But, you know, in New York, always going to see West Indians wearing a big coat till May, June. And uh, I get it. COVID is out. These bitches don't even want to sniffle. The old Haitian ladies don't even want a sniffle. They got a bubble on in the, in the fucking 80 degrees. She got a bubble on. She might open it a little bit, but that hood's staying on. Straight <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Yo, get your parents, man. Tell your mom she don't got to wear that bubble coat. It's 90 outside. Anyway, y'all, this is episode 171. I love y'all. appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. Peace. Oh, next week I got a guest, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, we going to turn up next week. Peace, y'all. Can I talk, can I talk, my, can I talk, 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 can I talk,